advised. Spoiler alert episode. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay. Um, welcome to the Passengers uh, fan spoiler rep. Yes, this is uh, the last of the Kickstarter rewards for backing long ago and far away, the graphic novel. And uh, we're happy to have Joseph Hummel with us. Hi, guys. <laughs> All the way from San Diego. He drove up just for this movie. And Nothing else. Yeah. And, uh, okay, he had family in town. <laughs> he had family in town. Yeah. Uh, God, I hope. I yeah, hope you yeah, had other yeah. things. Yeah, I hope you didn't make your way all the way up here for this movie because we're angry just from driving five minutes to get to the theater yeah i i gotta drive home about 25 minutes from here and it's it's gonna be a lot of rage yeah, yeah. <laughs> so real quick this is a spoiler up for the movie passengers um if you've never heard a spoiler episode before, we reveal uh, key elements of the whole movie, including the ending. Yeah, but for this movie, there aren't any, so <laughs> it'll be easy. It's just a lot of Pretty boring easy. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But, there aren't any key moments in this no, movie. But, it could use it a few. But we will... So if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want it ruined or spoiled for you, then stop and go watch the movie. That being said, here comes Passenger Spoiler App. All right, so... Uh, Joseph. Um, oh, sweet. We're getting our drinks. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Joseph, you're the guest. We'll let you go first. Um, tell us how much you hated this movie. Well, first of all, tell everybody who you are yes. a little bit, because most of the time... Tell them how you make lasers. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm Joe Hummel. I'm an engineer out of San Diego. I've uh, been a fan of the show for a couple years now. Uh and I make, yeah, I make lasers. I work at a company called Symer out of San Diego. We uh, make uh, lasers for microchip manufacturing. And uh, it's more interesting than it sounds, I promise. But uh, not, not so more interesting. More interesting than this movie. Not so interesting that you want to hear about it. So, it's, um, yeah, it's a good time. It's a good job. And uh, I like, uh, like what I do, but I like movies a lot, too. So I'm really excited to What be prompted here. you to to donate uh, this much for Long Ago and Far Away. Yeah, so we, we talked earlier, um, but uh, I, I feel like that as someone who consumes a lot of the uh, the media and the artistry that's created by other people, I, I'm not a big creator. I work a job that takes up a bunch of my time and pretty much spend my time outside of it listening to podcasts, reading books, watching shows, and things like that. And I could, I felt that I really owed a uh, contribution back to the people who do create and felt like this was a great way to do it and a great way to get something back for me too, to be able to watch a movie with uh, Chris and Graham and uh, now uh, rant about it for, oh. for a while. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you here and uh, we appreciate the support for sure. Yeah. And, I'm, uh, by the way, if you're, if you're new to the spoilers, I'm Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Bancini. <laughs> and uh, we, um, this is our spoiler. We do occasional spoiler reps on movies. We'll be going, as Graham said, we'll be going through the entire thing and here we go. All right. So, Joe, you picked this. No, I picked it. You picked it? Yeah, I picked it, it's yeah. It's Chris's fault. Yeah, it's my fault, for sure. Here, I thought, oh, we get to see this movie we're excited about early. I'm like, this is great. Well, this is the, the good thing is, though, yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully we can spread the word on 
that sings. Because this was supposed to release this Friday, right? Right. So we got an kind of, yeah. ArcLight. Some of the ArcLights will get big movies like this, and they'll release them a couple days early without right. really advertising. Yeah, without yeah. any fanfare. Like it went up on the uh, the uh, website like the day before. Yeah. Like like Monday night, I saw it. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. I didn't know until I walked in here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, what did you think of this film? First of all, let's uh, do this. Mm. Um, what did you What did you think of the trailer? Mm-hmm. After seeing the trailer, and then what were your expectations coming into this movie? So I had a I had a roller coaster going into this because I saw the trailer and I was pretty excited because it looked like cool sci fi concept. Uh, huge fan of Chris Pratt, and um, I mean after Guardians, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Parks and Rec, all of that. Uh, so real excited to see him in something else, and the concept looked looked pretty awesome. The uh, you know, the whole two people wake up and have to figure out why they were woken up. Had, Early. You know, they woke up 90 yeah. days before. 90 yes. years. 90 years, yeah. 90 days. <laughs> oh, what would they do yeah. for three months? <laughs> um, but, um... You know, Chris they, Pratt woke yeah. up early. Yeah, so so that was the so that's the thing is then I saw that saw it looked like a good concept. I I I'd actually originally said maybe we could go see this, but we, the days didn't work yes, out, so exactly. it ended up working out. So right, um, but uh, so I was looking forward to seeing it, and then um, when it sounded like we were going to see a different movie, I saw the reviews for this. I said, okay, you know what the hell, I'll go ahead and dig into the reviews and see what it looks like, and I saw some pretty rough reviews. So I immediately those. <laughs> expectations dove straight down and um whatever you read was justified yeah and and the and so the big thing that i read thank you the big thing that i read was that uh uh i spoiled the end uh, well that's the thing is i spoiled what i thought was a mid-part reveal which was that chris pratt uh woke woke up her Right, he right. wakes up. So yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. He wakes up first, spends about a year on his own. Yeah, and then really agonizes yeah. about the decision yeah. for maybe ten minutes. Yeah, and then uh, decides, least, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wake her up. Yeah. yeah, and then he wakes her up. Yeah, and um, I'm going to pick the hottest girl on the in the pods. So I'm going to wake her up. Ruin her life. Yes. Yeah, ruin her life and wake her up. But you know, so the implication. She'll forgive I, me. Yeah, the implication <laughs> I got from the from the things from what I had read was that. You're going to go into it at the start, seeing them both wake up. That's what I was assuming. I thought they weren't going to. You mean they, because that's what the trailer told? Yeah, you? it made it yeah. seem like they were going to wake up. It was going to be made to appear as if they both woke up at the same time, and then halfway through, they'd tell you, "Oh yeah, he was awake for a year before, and then woke her up." And so it was going to be this big reveal that kind of blew your mind. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. But. I was really not looking forward to that because to me that type of reveal would suddenly just just be a complete character assassination for Chris mm-hmm. Pratt's character. You would right. be built up with this whole view of him, then have it broken down, and now you're kind of lost for the second half of the movie. Going into it, then I saw that oh wow, actually no, they tell you right from the beginning that he's he wakes up first. He uh, I mean he goes castaway for for a year. Um, you know, tries to figure it out and then full on beard, full yeah, on castaway full on beard. beard. Well, he goes through the whole cycle, right? Mm-hmm. So he figures out, oh my god, I got to figure out how to get back. He goes through everything mm-hmm. to try to either lock, get help, put himself back in hibernation, mm-hmm. and he and he's an engineer, so they yeah. make they, they that's convenient. Mm-hmm. So he's a guy that can figure stuff out. He's got a tool belt, be. and I mean, it'll 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 fix a quadrillion 
eight qu- whatever, <laughs> however <laughs> however expensive this shit is. Magical MacGuffin belt. It's, yeah. um, <laughs> He's got uh, a magical uh, MacGuffin uh, belt. But, uh, you know, can, very convenient that he wasn't a chef that woke up, because otherwise yeah, exactly. uh, would have been no tension to it at all. He would have just been stuck. Yeah. Um, but, so, initially, I was actually feeling better about it when I saw that, okay, they're going to tell you right from the bat, no, they, they are going to go do the castaway thing. I um, mean, he's going to have his own Wilson, which is the bartender, you know, right, and right. Uh, kind of goes through that whole process. Michael and then, Sheen is a robot yeah. mm-hmm. robot bartender. Yes. It's in the trailer. Technically yeah. Android, but then he refers to himself as a robot. <laughs> Consistency. Ugh, whatever. Um, but, but I, I yeah. totally agree mm-hmm. with you. Like, I saw that trailer, and we saw it, you know, mm-hmm. we did, when we did it at the PodFest show. It was, okay, this is cool. They wake mm-hmm. up together. There's something wrong with the mm-hmm. ship, and uh, the trailer makes you think there's this big conspiracy yeah. because there's a scene in the trailer that says there's a reason we woke up too soon, and uh, that scene not in the movie, yeah. and that plot device not in not the movie. In the, they keep hinting at it though. <laughs> yeah. that's the thing is every time they cut to the sinister flickering screen, right? Exactly. Of the, the ship diagram with, and they'll see things flicker red, and it's all very ominous, and you're thinking like, okay, Hal's gonna wake up soon. And right. start telling uh, start telling him he's taking the ship for its own ride uh, and right. you know. and the robot bartender like it's it's said numerous times this never happens so this comp- this isn't like a maiden voyage this company yeah, right. uh, homestead yeah. has been doing this for a while yeah. So we never have a problem with hypersleep. Mm-hmm. It's never a problem. There's ne- this never happens. Right. This shouldn't happen. That's said, that's said a thousand times. So you you're right. All of this is set up to where you're you're thinking. And again, the trailer. I com- my complaint with the trailer was that one line, Chris, that you said. Where he goes, actually, we were supposed to be, or whatever. Yeah. I th- they give you this feeling. I- my problem with that trailer was like, oh, they they've revealed too much. Right. And then the- when when uh, Lawrence Fishburne finally comes into it, he wakes up suddenly. Yes, suddenly. Yeah. Oh, for, for, and you're uh, like, oh, maybe something interesting yeah. is going to happen. And then right. Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> spends the whole time thinking, I'd rather be on the Event Horizon ship right now. <laughs> yeah. And, he's, and he wakes up with some kind of crazy space, space cancer. Space, yeah, space <laughs> disease of 651 variety or something yeah. where, uh, oh, and by the way, if you have a ship that has 5,000 passengers and hundreds of crew Only members. Only one, 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 yeah, one medical pod. One medical You may have more than one that medical pod. That was such pod. bullshit. Yeah. Because then Didn't they the Enterprise have more than one bed? Oh, God, come on. <laughs> because that's the one thing. So, so when, she, when they start dating when he wakes her up, she's under the assumption that her bed malfunctioned just right. like his. Not that he deliberately woke her up. So they, they're falling in love. They're, they're trying to make the most of this life. And what do they do? And... And by the way, it takes a long time. A long fucking time. Yeah. And then <laughs> every scene is used twice. Jesus. That's what slows everything down. Like, how many times do we have to use the bartender? How many times do we have to see them put on spacesuits? Right. It's like, come on. no, we could have cut forty-five minutes off this film and got nowhere quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we see him, you know, having sex, and then yes. giggling and thinking everything's great, and, yeah. and then it dawns on them again, oh my god, we're stuck here, we're gonna die, because yeah. the thing is, is it's gonna take 90 years for them to get to the space colony, so they're gonna be dead before this mm-hmm. it's right. so that's the thing, and we're gonna die here on this thing, so make the most of it, they, they say all these things, so then when she, then the robot tells her that Chris Pratt deliberately opened up, she's furious right. at him, won't talk to him, mad, hates him, that even goes on too long. Yes. And then Lawrence Fishburne wakes up, and he's a crew member, and he can get into the... Because they can't get into the, the 
the, the bridge, the critical systems. The critical systems. Mm. He can. Lawrence Fishburne can. So now you're like, oh shit. There's even when when, when she's yeah. she's a she's a journalist, right? So mm. she even says. She starts talking about the homestead. Well, they make all this money. It's just about money. And you're like, oh, there's going to be some conspiracy. Yeah, it's a nope. test. They're I mean, sending them off nope. into nowhere, and they just took all their money and are going to run. The or way, something. I don't something know. Something like, where, yeah, like, this yeah. is like, let's see what happens. Let's test to find out. Or they skimped on the system. There was some... And the way they set up Jennifer Lawrence as a journalist, she was like the country strong of journalism. Uh, I'm good. Thanks. So it was, it was the country like, strong yeah. of journalism. She was like, uh, uh, like, oh, well, are journalists really? Well, I'm a journalist. Really? You're, you don't really even seem like you want to be a journalist. It's just like an extra character trait they threw in at the last. Just to minute. give her to write about it, right. so they needed a voiceover, yeah. Yeah. so she can write in her journal right. and talk about what's happening. It's like, it's, yeah, as Gwyneth Paltrow is the alcoholic country singer. Yes, mm-hmm. I believe it. Sure. <laughs> so it, it it was unbelievable how many things were wrong with this film. Like, even just something uh, as simple as, like, okay, let's say the computer did go crazy and it talked through the bartender. And they would have, like, mm-hmm. like, like classic science fiction, they would have some interesting existential metaphysical conversations about why they're there and why they woke up and what's going to happen to them. There was none of that. You know who the villain was in this movie? A meteor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the meteor. The meteor that hit the ship at yeah. the beginning, and uh-huh. you don't know that it actually did damage, damage to, to a system. And that yeah. was the thing that, that was the f- most frustrating about it, is they do this whole build-up to, like, something sinister is happening. Right. Something's going on, and you're thinking, like, oh, my God, like, someone, yeah. there's a virus in the system. Someone's right. awake and is controlling someone everything. Deliberately, someone deliberately... Yeah, somebody from the company who's trying to... space or yeah, something right. like there's that, some, you know? Yeah, like, there's somebody from the company trying to smuggle an alien back in yeah. Ripley's um, body. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 even yeah, better. Like something. Yeah, and, yeah. and then it turns out, nope, just uh, nope. when the meteor hit the beginning and jar- jostled things up a bit, one got through and damaged the reactor, and now they got to fix it. And now they go clean it. Yeah, and now the entire system is is now kaput because apparently when one system goes down, it affects all the other ones. There's no redundancy in the future yeah. on these right. giant space. And First yeah. meteor storm that this ship has ever encountered. Yeah. We just end Normally, up, I love yeah. the lines too, Normally this ship is meteor proof. <laughs> This one got through. Yeah, there's one oh. got through. You just end up in much less interesting Apollo 13 by the end. Yes. That's, that's about it. Like it's. Oh, but, and then so... I don't even would have attracted Chris Pratt and, you know, Jennifer Lawrence to this. It had to be just a paycheck. Giant. She giant got... Paycheck. Well, this is the first time that, an, to my knowledge, she got more than Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the first times that... Which an, is cool. An actress. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a big yeah. moment. And the thing I was watching this, because it's like... So there's been this this thing in, in Hollywood where women don't make as much money. The, the leading, you know, the A-list women don't make as much as the A-list men. And there's always been this this stupid thing in the studios. Oh, women can't open yeah. movies, and it's it's nonsense. And Jennifer Lawrence has really proven that you know she's the Hunger Games franchise. Right. Yeah. You know she's awesome, and then she's done these you know, Silver Linings Playbook yeah. and these these critically acclaimed movies, these Oscar movies. And so it's like she's earned the right to get more money than him. And, and it's Yeah, and she didn't have to show her butt. Chris Pratt did twice. I know, Chris Pratt had to be naked. We never saw any we saw her swimming. We saw and, silhouettes. Yeah. yeah and bikinis and stuff like that, but we yeah. didn't see her naked. No. Conveniently shadowed. Yeah. yeah. But 
so as, as this movie was becoming dumber and more boring I was like god I hope this isn't then the studios going see what happens when you pay the women the most like <laughs> she, was give, she was given a horrible yeah. script so yeah. the, I will say the one shining place in this film was the production design yes the Incredible. ship looked yeah. beautiful everything uh, looked like it was a combination of futuristic and luxury mm-hmm. it was like the ship on Wally. yeah <laughs> It looked, it looked it like was, a, it felt like yeah. it was a resort ship that you know everyone paid top dollar yeah. uh, or did something in trade like Chris Pratt did. Mm-hmm. Well, he's an mm-hmm. he's a engineer um, to be on, and it just felt like every detail in that regard was really meticulously crafted. Like even like mm-hmm. everything from the bartender to the bar to the restaurants to the androids to the support robots. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. I think the production designer should have directed and written the script. <laughs> yeah. Well, even the like the little details that they did, like the. The fact that when he goes to buy his coffee, it says, "Oh, that's gold member only. Right. Gold member only. Gold, you get black coffee, no cream and sugar. That's all you qualify for." Right. And then she comes out and she can get the pumpkin spice latte, which I, right. I at least appreciated that reference. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, they keep they keep um, they keep, uh, and I'm looking the movie up on my IMDb, but like they kept of doing all that of like oh this is corporate greed and yeah. this is yeah. this is what you get for that and fee even that and but do something with it at the end right. have right. it have corporate greed play into the reason the ship's malfunctioning exactly you know something like the reason they woke up early like uh, maybe there are no animals or anything and it's all uh, or they're in the matrix i don't know like come up with something that is intriguing at the end other yeah. than just like oh yeah one of the meteors got through and damaged the ship yeah while well, you guys were um, falling in love and then fighting yeah this is, this is what was going on and, uh, the and even neither one was more interesting than the other I, I can tell you why so the, it was directed by Morton uh, Tidelum right so he did the imitation game which is a really cool Good movie, movie yeah. got uh-huh. a lot of Oscars mm-hmm. uh, nominations and whatnot. so I could see why like if you're Jennifer uh, Lawrence or Chris Pratt's you know people <clears throat> you'd say oh yeah. big budget amazing you know production design and this guy did imitation I game. wonder if this was like a big like uh, agent or studio fake out like it was like uh, they went to the director and said look we got Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence if you d- you know so you should really direct <laughs> and they went to Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence oh we got the director from the imitation game and they had also they played like a Hollywood game of chicken Hollywood until, uh, Hollywood until it came Fonzie together scheme. yeah <laughs> so it was written by uh, John uh, Splates I don't know how you pronounce that name but what's he do uh, he wrote Doctor Strange well not alone Whoa. I don't think oh. not alone but he helped write Prometheus uh, again a lot of writers similar, on Prometheus similar. You know, when there's like five to six writers, you're never sure which one was the good one and which one got lucky. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Until a few more movies in, then you go, oh, it was you. (laughs) Yeah, I just, Prometheus, that's a red flag for me. (laughs) Uh, That's more boring science fiction. Um, But this was, okay... So I want to I want to talk about then. So when Lawrence Fishburne wakes up, we all went, "Oh, okay, maybe now right. we're going to get into it." Yeah. No, he's got space cancer, and yeah, he's around for two scenes. Ten minutes. They, shot, they shot him out in a weekend. Yeah, <laughs> and he's dead. And then okay, they find out that the meteor blew up the is making the dilithium crystals bad or whatever right. in mm-hmm. this in this hodgepodge of science fiction. <laughs> And then we gotta find what happened. What's wrong? So that's blown up, and he literally—it's—he has to go outside and open a valve yeah, door to right. release the the dilithium heat. Yeah, the pressure. The uh, yeah, because the, the, radiation the core, the core reactor is, is going to blow. Yes. <laughs> and 
Of there, course, the door doesn't open. The door doesn't the do- open. Do- then the door. Then he goes. I gotta go do it manually. Uh, well, you know, the, well, there was two of us. <laughs> first, there was the the touch screen. Yeah. Clear the thing, and it wouldn't work. Clear the right. thing, it wouldn't work. And then the lever. The, 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 the <laughs> you lever gotta pull pops the lever. Up. So you gotta go. The lever pulls up, and I was like, I honestly felt like I was watching Austin Powers. Right. Like it really <laughs> felt like. So they're in this. And then this, that didn't work. That didn't work. He's got to pull the lever twice, and then right. the doors jam. Yes. Now push the button. Push the button. He's got to run out there. Pull this cord. Pull a cord. It felt. It He's felt, running around with his with his, uh, you know, his space tools, his mm-hmm. MacGuffin tool belt, as you said, his bat utility belt, and he's got to go out and open this door. So I'm sorry, Joe. What were you gonna say? Well, it felt like it felt like the uh, end of Space Call of Duty, like a, like a video game. Like you have to like go touch this lever. That lever didn't work. Go touch this other lever. Right. Go and touch this button again, like, and, and you have to just get progressively more and more. Yeah. And, and the, the final act was a, there. The final like, act was a fetch quest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> fetch it, make the door open. Yes. I thought you, you were going to say it was open. the end of science fiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. But I, there was one point I think when the, it was when when he went to spin the door, I, Graham and I both like looked at each other. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> he spins the door. He spins something, then the door doesn't open or only opens. I have to stay here. I have to stay here. Oh, right, because he was going to open the door and get out of the way while the heat comes out. And she's but, his, like, but his space shield protected him. That he was just a door that he cut off. So he just basically yeah. cut off the door. It's like a car door. Yeah. That'll that, protect him from magic bullets. Yeah. It'll protect him from f- a fusion reactor, yes. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And, 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 and his space suit. What, his space suit legs handled yes. it. No problem. I think we all laughed too at the end when he was spinning off into space and Jennifer Lawrence has to go chase him. But she's she's tethered. untethered. And I'm like, okay, well, he's probably going to be about one inch too short. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly. We all, exactly. We yeah. all knew. Yeah. As was, soon as the tether hooked on, you're like, it's going to be too short. It's going to be yeah, too short. Because she's be like, so I'm close. getting him. I'm getting him. His hands yeah. out. And I just was like, waiting. Like, no. And then, boing, <laughs> she gets pulled back like a dog. Mm-hmm. It was just when. And then, of course, oh no, he's going to. I'm like, is he, is he going to. I was like, is he really going to die? And. She's going to be then, is she going to just crack open an, a, a hot dude? Is that what she's yeah, going to get yeah. through the rest of the next 85 years? <laughs> so uh, so then, of course, his tether line broke, so it's whisking around. So then, of course, she grabs his... Right. Pulls him back. Pulls yeah. him in. He's dead. Yes. <laughs> she puts him in the one... The single. The single. single. The only one. auto. Only one. one. For five thousand people and another 200 some crew members yes. so 5300 people right. roughly have one medical thing yeah. she puts him in there and the thing's like oh no life forms you're dead she has to override it and then there's this this screen comes up of all the resuscitation things mm-hmm. she just pushes oh. all of them some of them are just like steam yeah. and they're just like they do sauna treatment, sauna yeah. treatment. acupuncture, like it's like Reiki yeah. healing, pedicure, <laughs> tarot cards. Like they do. He's all. still dead, but he He's looks great. Yeah. <laughs> so all these things are happening, and then I was like, "Oh yeah," I go, "Please," and at that point, I was like, "This movie's so dumb." I go, "Please, have him be dead." She starts crying, and then. Yeah. He starts breathing, yep. and sure enough, yep. absolutely, we all yeah. looked at each other yeah, and went, come on. "Yep, yep." Just once in a movie, I want someone to get hit by the defibrillator and wake up right away. Yeah, like, yeah. like uh, oh, oh, did it? Good thing you did that right now, because so I'm still alive. Yeah, you <laughs> can't stay dead that long. 
and come back to life. Like space freezes you. And I was all, you. right. I was almost sure. waiting for him I to forgot. like. I was thinking but, like maybe he'll wake up, but he's a vegetable. Like he, he, <laughs> you know, and also it took her a long time to drag him into the auto dock. You know, you he saw was dead him. for a good like yeah, five like, minutes yeah. between yeah. the cuts yeah, and that, the that and reeling him back in. Like, there was oh no speed God. reel, and she was at the end of the line. No, That's going to no. take a good two minutes. No, yeah. it wasn't like a, a winch with a motor. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then... It, it was dumb, dumb, dumber, dumber, dumber. But hold on. we got to go into this specific detail. So now he's brought back to life, and they're just like, the ship is fixed, and they're just like, well, you know, this is our life now. While he's um, fixing the doing repairs on the one space on the medical pod mm-hmm. for 5,300 people. blown out from trying to resuscitate right, him from in 15 different ways. <laughs> <laughs> the medical steam. So the one use broke it. Yeah, yeah. the one use broke it. It only it, has enough needles for one yeah, acupuncture yeah. treatment. It's, and then that's out. it. So hopefully only one of the 5,300 right. people will need <laughs> acupuncture. Yeah, after being asleep for 90 years. Yes. No one will need medical attention. No one will need medical attention. Um... He comes to her and says, you know, I found out... Because Lawrence Fishburne has a special bracelet that gets him access... Gets him out of the movie earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. You know he was. He said Might he was busy out. on the screen. Yeah, exactly. On the, on the premiere of this. So, he, he, so Chris Pratt uses Lawrence Fishburne's bracelet and finds out that this pod actually can't hi- do hibernation. Mm. But as we said, there's only one pod yes. on the whole goddamn ship. I thought it was going to be so dumb that uh, they decided, like, the last shot was going to be them holding each like other together into the pod. Together. Sp- spooning like in the pod, and then, and then it... <laughs> or the people wake up, and they go, who are in the hey? Yeah, what are you guys doing in the pod? And they're both a little bit older, and it's like, yeah. well, two people took up, so we had to split the hibernation yeah. juice, so we're both uh, in our 50s yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> so, no, what happens... She then decides, so then he's at the bar all alone, and you're like, oh, she took the pod. He's talking to the bartender, and she walks up, hi, it's my night, and he marries her, and then they live happily ever after, and she writes her story that, assuming, so then they show everybody wake up on the ship 90 years later. Yeah, and there's a giant tree and eco uh, system in the uh, foyer area with no sunlight. Right. I feel like they Andy were Garcia, trying. Yeah. Of course, it's all guys. It's so an all-white male Andy Gar- crew. That was Andy Garcia. Was it Andy Garcia? Yeah, it was I saw him in the credits. Like yeah. I really saw him was. in the credits. I was like, where was Andy Garcia? He's the, the guy who speaks no lines yeah. and walks out with a big beard. So when the, the crew wakes up... They had to have Andy Garcia for that. They're, again, it's a couple hundred years <laughs> in the future and it's an all-white guy crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then there had to be another scene. Andy, Andy Garcia is not just going to do He's in a deleted scene on the DVD. Yeah. It's like going to come out where walking he around says, the tree. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then and then this tree that he plants has grown into a whole um a giant tree. Genesis project. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there's there's animals and uh, I feel like there was a really failed environmentalism message intended at the yes, end that they just be. never fleshed out. They're right. like uh, just put the tree in. It's, uh, that's good enough. They'll yeah. get it. No, they'll, yeah, this is this is subtext. For what? Doesn't matter. Just put it in. <laughs> you got to feel like Andy Garcia. Or someone has got to be going. Look at the original script. It was amazing. Yeah. And they put all this romance <laughs> fighting bullshit in there. Yeah, it made. Um, and we were. I was hoping because it was because the movie was getting so dumb. I literally was sitting there going, 
I was waiting for the it's all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to wake up from hyperspace and go, I had the craziest dream. Yeah. You were in it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought he was been alone. He was alone for so long he would start seeing, I don't know, time, death and love. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh. Collateral beauty. Another piece of shit. I can't believe it. It was like two trailers in a row. This movie had nothing to do with the, with the nothing trailer to do at with all. The trailer. Yeah. There, so I, I have a very specific nitpick with this movie too, and I, I did the same thing with uh, Interstellar, and I can get into that if we have time. But it's um, they're on a ship on which no pod has ever failed, has a planned journey. No one will be awake for the entire journey, and there is nothing built in to account for the fact that someone may be awake. So why is there a voiceover pointing out the star that they pass on the way? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, too. You may want to get to a viewing window. Yeah. That... Why is there a voiceover? <laughs> who, who's who's going to be watching it? The empty ship with all the fail-safe proof pods? Well, maybe well, the, it was for the robots. The robots? The robots are going to go see it? Well, the like, only thing, and this is, I, I can't believe I'm defending this movie, <laughs> but, but the one thing why I didn't have a problem with that, because I was just like, oh, when his pod awoke, the people are awaking from their pods system started. So that's like everything just got turned on, and the food, and the bartender was there. The viewing area. But why record a viewing, uh, voiceover for a viewing area that no one will see? In the time that the pods are awake. Yeah. They're only supposed to wake up four months before the end. This thing was a third of the way through the journey. Why even record, we're about to slingshot around well, this star? it was a dynamic AI. It yeah, adjusted yeah. for the early... Uh, <laughs> the uh, early Hal is rolling in his grave. Yes. <laughs> so that, oh. yeah, that one segment in 2001 was a thousand times more interesting than oh, this yeah. entire movie. I wanted there to be a rogue AI. I wanted the bartender. The bartender reminded me so much of The Shining. Yes. And he was, and I was waiting for right. it to be like, you've always been here, Chris Pratt. Right. right. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, aliens, AI, malfunction. Give me something. Something oh, interesting. Aliens would have made this movie a hundred well, times thing, better. And the, the other thing, so there was a scene when Chris Pratt was like going around the ship. There was a quick little shot of like a smaller ship that... You know, like a little shuttlecraft that was in there, and I thought, huh, they just sort of showed that in passing. So then, when Lawrence Fishburne wakes up, and they're like, the ship's dying, the ship's dying. I thought it was going to be, we got to get in the shuttlecraft, and then they were going to land on some other crazy planet and have to start a group crazy new life their own. Like some way. kind of dinosaur planet? Yeah, or something, something like that, exactly. They're yeah, going to land on Hoth or yeah, something. Or something where, yeah. Perfect. But but no. Again, more interesting. That would have been, <laughs> more, been more interesting. Yeah. yeah, and then they had to, or or like I thought there was going to be some, like there's an and there's a, there's a couple of those space shuttles, but they, and they they can house uh, eighty people. All right, we got to wake yeah. up eighty people and yeah. get them out of here. Put, eighty put people like, or four yeah. celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, and what if Chris Pratt had been some like old, ugly, fat dude too? Like, that's yeah, that's the thing. Like, he's you know, made it, he's just creepy. <laughs> yeah, would have made it's uh, like a creepy guy. Would have like, taken I mean, even longer to win Jennifer Lawrence over. I work with engineers, and while yes, there's a there's a lot of 
like okay looking engineers there's also a lot of very socially awkward and not able to woo Jennifer Lawrence engineers. <laughs> right. So the fact that the one that opened up was not even an engineer, a mechanic, they say. Yeah. Yet, yet this mechanic who presumably works on cars and lawnmowers back on Earth can, you know, reprogram the, uh, the you know, upgraded technology. Roombas <laughs> on this uh, on this spaceship. It's, it was... Uh... It was a travesty for the eyes. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It, I, yeah, again, it's it, it's more disappointing. Like when you know you go in thinking a movie's going to be bad, it's going to be bad from like premise to execution to finish. But when you have a really cool premise and a, a great start, and then the movie unravels from there, it's like you almost feel more cheated. Yeah, because you like you have the groundwork laid out, and you know you it's, still you couldn't figure it out. It's all of the the it's your all of the, your dashed hopes really turn to anger yeah. because you're just like if, if you just look at certain trailers come out and you go oh that's going to be a mess right that's I know gonna, exactly what this movie's going to yeah, be I, okay it's going to be a mess this Fifty one, Shades Darker I know what this movie's going to be yeah we know that yeah. <laughs> oh, God. we just all went oh, okay that, <laughs> got it alright it's going to be dumb but this this like you say great premise yeah and man this could be cool I gotta say like big budget a, great production design great casting yes mm-hmm. This has been a pretty lame Oscar year so far. Yeah, hasn't like, been great. These are where Collateral Beauty was supposed to be some Oscar movie. That's an absolute failure. This right. is a bomb. This is getting thirty some percent on Rotten right. Tomatoes, which is still better than Collateral Beauty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what what are the? I mean, I guess we got to go. The ones I haven't seen yet are like Manchester by the Sea, yeah. and Moonlight. I guess we got to go see those smaller films. I feel like Dunkirk's just lining up to Dunkirk's going to clean house. It is right now. Yeah. What is its competition? Yeah, well, because there's no big. Because, you know, the Oscars get... Jackie's getting some buzz. Although, I'm still very skeptical after that trailer. Yeah, mm. I'm skeptical of Jackie. I'm skeptical yeah. of Silence. Uh, I, you really, well, you know... You and everyone who saw the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess you're right. Like, Dunkirk is just going to clean up. Mm. And I'm sure, like, Manchester by the Sea and Moonlight and a couple of those little smaller indies that have rock-solid casts, I'm sure they're going to get some of the acting nods. Yes. And... Well, this will get production design. Yeah. I mean, this will get... Uh, and and special effects. And special think, effects. Yeah. It'll get production design and special effects yeah. and a couple of those technical ones. But, but it, it won't beat Star Wars. Mm. Yeah. It won't beat Star Wars. I wonder, though, is it... <clears throat> I mean, maybe does the, the Academy learn their lesson with Joy last year, which they just gave Jennifer Lawrence just mm. because she's Jennifer Lawrence and it wasn't a good movie? Well, I think that was her gimme. Mm. And this no. is it. No, this is yeah, it. Yeah, this is yeah. it. Nobody's, no. nobody's getting one for this. I don't right. Think. Yeah. I, mean, I, I I don't. They were going for the castaway vote though with uh, yes, with Chris Pratt, sure. like going for the you know isolated it, on it, his own. It's hard know. to act by yourself. Yeah, you know, it's he didn't even have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, he had, he had the, the bartender. bartender. Yeah. Like it's uh, like I said, it was The Shining, a hundred percent. Even the way they made the Michael bartender Sheen's look. an amazing actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even without legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't need legs to be a good dialogue. actor. Yes, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and that was the other thing too. It's like you. The thing about Castaway, there was no other person or robot in it. He was talking to a volleyball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you felt that sense of isolation more. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, you still have a robot to talk to. And you, you know? saw, you actually, in Castaway, you saw Tom Hanks kind of start to go nuts a little mm-hmm. bit. Yes. And you saw a physical change in him, too. Like, you know, Chris Pratt had a beard. A yeah. fake. You know, a a fake. Yeah. yeah. And everything else, the rest of his body looked Tom exactly Hanks the took same. seven, like something like seven months off to lose that yeah. weight. right. Grow the beard, yeah, and then come back yeah. and shoot, yeah, the mm-hmm. rest. So it was really, um, 
And I remember reading when they did Castaway that the Zemeckis took the crew because they had to stop down for seven months in the middle, and he shot this Harrison Ford movie where he part of his murder. I forget anyway. Like Harrison Ford murdered his wife or something like that. that oh Zemeckis yeah. yeah. Did. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. But that was the deal they had to make for the studio. Like, Tom Hanks and Robert Zemeckis, that was a done deal. But, oh, by the way, we have to stop down for seven months. And he's like, so, this crew that you're spending a lot of money on will be making this movie in the interim. So it was like... um, Thank you. And this movie didn't didn't have any of that, man. It was just, I don't know. It's... It's a real flat year for the Oscars. It's just a flat, flat year. No, at least paying the difference for my beer. <laughs> I needed the alcohol after that. <laughs> We're paying the tab right now, guys. That's what's going on in this, this spoiler app. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. This, this, this movie is really disappointing on so many levels. And I'm, it's just bombing, man. I mean, the, it is. We we and the thing is we walked into it with low expectations and I think I think it it almost made it worse to go in thinking it was going to be bad and then feeling then feeling like at least for me I felt the beginning the first half of the movie I was like okay maybe this is going to be better than I expected it yeah, to be yeah and then it just yanked it back out and it, that, that's the thing is if it, they could have I was still on board yeah, 15 20 minutes in they could have used that premise and you know cut out some of the the in between and give it a killer ending and man that would have been a solid movie uh, and, I know. and so and so when you're walking into it with low expectations you're like maybe people are just being overly critical because it wasn't the movie we thought it was going to be but it's going to have this great twist or something and no, it, it, it just dropped it. it. It's like great production design, great scenes, great... Uh, I mean, that spaceship design was incredible. I mean, Well, from- that's the thing I loved about the spaceship was, like, I was going... Sometimes I think production design, uh, science fiction production design, can fall into a rut. Mm-hmm. Someone will come up with some sort of groundbreaking view of, mm-hmm. of the future. It'll be Star Trek or Star Wars. Yeah. Those are the two, you know, designs that everything gets based on. Based yeah. on yeah. that. Or, you know, and if someone comes up with a new version of, mm-hmm. sp- of the future, then it gets it gets mimicked a bunch yeah. of yeah. times. Like and Oblivion s- looked fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And you see a bunch of different suits and, the, and spaceships that all sort of look alike. They did, this one was really cool. And it was sort of based on what an actual space, like the Yeah, the rotation, t- yes. the like... The idea that you have the shield in front of, uh, you know, the uh, particle shield, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Star Wars, the deflector shield, right. all that, mm-hmm. to block, because that's the whole thing they talk about. If you're going that fast, you hit a pebble and your whole thing's going to be incinerated. So they actually dealt with some real sci-fi right. topics. It has to rotate because yeah. you have to create gravity. That's how you gravity. Can create right. gravity. Mm-hmm. It has, like, the fusion generator mm-hmm. in, the, in the end. With that, they actually even showed, like, a magnetic containment field and all this stuff that was actually real sci-fi concepts real hard sci-fi and I mean we, we were talking about going to see the space between us and I, I said to, to Chris I don't want to see that because I'm afraid that it's going to take a great sci-fi basis and ruin it with the ter- with like a terrible coming of age story right and this Thank one God. and this one we I feel like we didn't yeah. even get disappointed on a similar level yeah. here and this one, and this one, I feel like they took a great sci-fi premise and setup, and actually even did a lot of the things that add solidity to right. it. In the same way that like Interstellar had so much more weight because of all these things that we dealt with, and you know my my issues with the uh, communication of data through ticking of a hand, of a second hand on a watch aside, that's that's my big problem with that movie. <laughs> Quick preview, <laughs> um, but. Uh, 
it like had credibility because of the way it actually dealt yeah. with these sci-fi concepts. And this one did it. It just did it all as background to this frustrating love story. Oh, man. Uh, just like... And, the, I and mean, also, that, that, too, that, even when the love story was unfolding, you're like, all right, well, when are we going to get to the point where she hates him? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just know, we're just, we're hitting these yeah. beats. We're just we know she's going to find out. Right. We know she's going to be mad. It's gonna, yeah, it's oh, going to yeah. be... They, they took way too much time with it because it is an interesting moral dilemma that he was facing. Yes. Because it's easy to sit here and say, oh, you should just tough it out for 90 years and let these people have their lives while you're going insane. He's going right. nuts. You're all yeah. alone. Yeah. You're going nuts. Yeah. So it's it's a moral dilemma. And what would you do? And when <clears> he does that and, and has to reveal to her, but then they took so long for him to reveal to her and then so long for her to be mad. And then Lawrence Fishburne wakes up and it's still boring. And it's just like they that moral dilemma... They could have handled it in so much better ways. Yeah, it just got watered down where it wasn't interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, because what they did, they make... Because... So all the science that you were talking about that they actually used... I mean, really, why didn't he wake up three hot women? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, they, Increase because, your odds. I yeah, mean, maybe, exactly. maybe the person you wake up just hates you. Yeah. <laughs> because this is a, it's a real issue, though. I remember watching a, a, a TV show on the potential for Mars exploration and how long it would take and one of the mm. things they said is you need to have couples that are sexually compatible yeah. because you're going to be because of loneliness it's the Lonely, idea of yeah. a generation ship like the yeah. uh, it's like this big sci-fi concept this was kind of an alternate version of it but like a generation ship where you have generations of people yes. and their kids and it's their grandkids that show up at the place right not them and they just sign up saying look I know that like I'm going to die on this ship but I'm going to have my kids, I'm going to raise my kids to be engineers on this ship, and they're going to raise their kids to be farmers on the new world, and, and by the end there, it'll be okay. It's like, you almost see them, the two of them are like, okay, are they going to repopulate society from inside the ship or what? Like, um, But I, I would have loved to see more people waking up at the end, but they tried to keep it so yeah, focused on the two of them. too. What if they had a kid? Yeah. You know, the kid, um, you know, depending on when they had it, you know, might... Like would the kid I think then you end up on the space maybe? in the space yeah. between us. I think that's yeah, what that yeah. means. Because like <laughs> the kid might have made it to the planet. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. But they tried to keep the movie. It was like they got too focused on their stars. They were too focused on Jennifer Lawrence yes. and Chris Pratt being the central of the movie, and them being, being Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and them being the whole core of the movie. Because if at the end of the movie you had more pods malfunctioning more people I mean they, they did it and when Lawrence Fishburne woke up you're like wow this is getting way more interesting but no they kill him off in five minutes right. And but wow. imagine if Lawrence Fishburne woke up and then the captain wakes up right. and he's like there's something wrong and then you know some more crew and some more passengers wake up and more and more people are getting there and they're trying to figure out what's going on and now half of them are awake and have to keep society going until it makes and they go okay we're going to keep this going for the other half that are going to be there and we'll sacrifice our, our we'll build a society for them or something like that but no it just kept it at the two of them and it just kept circling back around the two of them circling around each other yep. and it's like it's like the, the ship itself was a metaphor for the movie the ship is just circling just around nowhere. the middle piece and yeah. going no, and, but it's not going anywhere it's, <laughs> It was exhausting watching that. It was exhausting. Didn't help that it was two hours long. Oh God! It did did itself no favor. That was an affront. Yeah. (laughs) Well, any uh, any final thoughts? Uh, I don't think so. I think we covered it fairly uh, concisely. Yeah. There's no nothing else to add. Just uh, want to thank uh, Joe the patron. 
So uh, we really, uh, Glad to help. really appreciate Thanks, it, uh, supporting of the Kickstarter and for being a fan. And uh, we're going to do this again when Grime does his graphic novel. This will be another reward, so there will always be uh, an option for this. Yeah, this is a cool this thing. This is really fun. These we like fun. doing these. These have been fun to do, and mm-hmm. it's been uh, it's a it's a cool thing because there's well, like we saw Morgan. I don't know that we ever would have gone no, out to uh-uh. see Morgan and never would have done a spoiler. <laughs> for Morgan, and it was cool. a fun spoiler app. This was cool. I'm glad. You know, I'm glad we got to see this movie early. Yes. Um, because I can't wait to let people know. Not to see <laughs> it. Not to see it. Yes. Yeah. Do so, the favor you did for me with Collateral Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> Which we almost saw tonight. I know. Oh, God. Take, like I've we, been taking bullets for people. It's like we, we dodged one bullet to run right into another one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. This, this movie was the meteor that tore through yeah. our... Uh, All the systems of the reactors. Ship. Yeah. Um, so, well, uh, can people find you online, uh, uh, Joseph, for not you? Not really at no, all. Are you not on <laughs> Twitter or Facebook or <laughs> anything? Okay. It's Good not for interesting you. if you go chase it down. But <laughs> if anyone uh, wants to buy a laser, where would they go? Uh, go to uh, Simer Inc. in San Diego. But yeah. If you have an extra $50 million sitting around. So. <laughs> all right. So, guys, uh, use coupon code CFN. Yeah. yeah. And get it for forty million. Just <laughs> $10 million. It's not a bad deal if you're out oh. there in the laser shop. You're going to get one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Get one before the holidays. Keep um, watching comedy film nerds. Keep listening to comedy yes. film nerds and keep contributing because that's uh, that's how they keep doing it. That's that's my pitch. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> thanks, Joe. Um, well, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for contributing, uh, guys. Of course, earbuds uh, is for sale. Yes. Um, DVD. By the time you're listening to this, may or may not. Ah, it's going to be close. It'll be close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's um, also on Vimeo now. Yes, it's on Vimeo uh, now, and we're working on. You can Amazon rent it right now. on Vimeo. Yes. And download it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's working on Amazon and iTunes. These the Amazon and iTunes takes a while. Yeah, it should be on Amazon by now. It's funny we're like time traveling these plugs. Sure. Uh, um, iTunes will. It won't be on iTunes. Yeah. But uh, you can pre-order the DVDs and, uh, and download the movie. And if you already have watched it, please, you know, spread it on your social media. Even if you're like, ah, Graham, I only got 100 people that follow me. Doesn't but matter. Doesn't matter, man. Yeah, it's, it all helps. Oh. You know, reviews uh, for the podcast on iTunes, reviews for the movie on IMDb, or when it's up on Amazon, Amazon, and when it's up on iTunes, iTunes. It all yeah. helps. It all helps us do more cool stuff, more cool things like earbuds and, and long ago and far away and all the stuff we're doing. So... Uh, Joe, thanks for being on the show. Thank uh, you. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember Han, Han shot, shot first. first. I got to say it. Yes. <laughs>